all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Man show here with my man J.C. Smith on the Essentialist Elf Podcast. They're doing big things over there, hosting on the Zoom platform. See him and his crew every week on YouTube. My man got his there's things going on, man. Bruh, how's it going with you and the crew, man? Oh, man, what's going on, boss? Hey, everything's good, man. You know, we're still growing. You know, the show is still kind of in its uh, uh, infancy stage, if you will, man. So we're still growing, man. Still, you know, Trying to make things bigger and better, man. We try, we try to get on your level, man. But bro, man, how does it feel to be back 
in, in, in the media game again. I know you've been, I know you've been back on the show here for about, for about six months or so, but how's it been getting back in the media game, host, hosting your own uh, your own show now again? Yeah, man, you know, I'm trying to get back, get back, you know, get it, man, get back on my grind with it. So uh, it's been good. It's been good, man. It's kind of getting those uh, creative uh, creative juice and creative energy going again, man, like, like I like I used to have it back in the day, man. So that's good. So, you know, I just want to, you know, pro- provide a platform where everybody can, you know, share their views and, you know, we have, but we have fun and be entertaining at the same time. You know, you know how it goes. No doubt, well, bro. I know we had had a, we had missed last week the Memorial Day holiday, but uh, let's talk about the last dance, man. The, the last episode of the actual yeah. last dance, bro. Did when you shot to find out it was a food poisoning game and not the flu game as was as was billed all, all this time. <laughs> it seems like you know um, throughout the years, you know, looking back at some of the Jordan feats, and he almost took on like a what Paul Bunyan, John Henry type of feel, like a fable or something like that, you know, or something you would tell your kid, you know, Michael Jordan played with the flu and all that. So, yeah, I was I was surprised um, to hear, because I remember, I remember hearing throughout the years it was either flu or he had, like, he got sick, food poisoning. But the story they told was some bull, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, as far as how it went down. I... Boss, I tend to, to uh, subscribe to the notion that Mike Mike probably stayed up drinking, smoked cigars all night, and ate that whole pizza by himself and just naturally, you know, just probably ate too much and was just tired, you know what I'm saying, just tired, you know, from staying up and drinking all night. That's what I tend to believe now when I look back on probably what happened, man, because I don't believe he got food poisoning, per se. I just think he ate too much. And then add on to smoking and drinking all night and staying up all night probably led to him just feeling, you know, just feeling bad to what he probably thought would be food poisoning. It might just be him just, you know, not feeling well. And not feeling good after eating all that food. And they also said five guys delivered the pizza. Why would five guys even deliver one pizza, though? Right. And, and you know, the, uh, the guy who, who was the manager at that Pizza Hut, where they ordered the pizza from, he called into a radio show in Utah and uh, told the truth. He's like, no, it wasn't five people. It was just me and another guy. And uh, and that was it. So it was two guys that delivered the pizza, and they had no idea the pizza's for Jordan until they got to that floor. So, um, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's your own documentary. So, of course, you're going to spin a story to make yourself, you know, look great. But... I mean, Mike, Mike's the goat, but Mike, Mike, Mike a lie. <laughs> Mike, Mike's a liar also, man. But he, he's a goat, man. At the, at the you know, at the end of the day, but he lied uh, uh, through most of this. And they also said he liked to sit on his food because people would eat his food. He was real nasty about his food. He would cough and spit all over his food. That just made my stomach turn when I heard him tell that story. It kind of made my stomach kind of turn a little bit when I heard it. Yeah, Mike, Mike was an asshole. <laughs> you know, I mean, when you. When you sum it all up, man, like he would do anything to win, and that's why we love him. But at the end of the day, man, you know, it'll be it'll be tough being Michael Jordan's teammate. You know, it, it, like you want to either punch him, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you had to show that you were tough. You couldn't be no punk around Michael Jordan, man. But it would have been hard to be his teammate because Mike uh, was very uh, demanding, man. Maybe uh, maybe too much though. So. But you know, that's why he got six rings up. No, definitely and. Do you be about a story of Jerry Reinsdorf saying that, you know, that he talked to Phil and Michael about coming back for one more year 
And I know Michael Jordan said, well, I would have came back on one-year contracts if you offered it to us. And if you ask people who have been hard to kind of convince to do it. But if you give us the opportunity to try number seven uh, on half of a year, on 1999, they could have probably did it. What were your thoughts on Mike's take? And then Jerry Rounds was kind of nothing, nothing, nothing burger answer about it when he was asked about it. Yeah, um, I think, you know, for the longest time, we always felt like Jerry Krause, you know, was the one that uh, ran them all off. And he had, he had a contributing factor into it. But looking back on it, man, like if you had to lay blame, or who, who, who had the most blame for the Bulls breaking up, I think Phil Jackson. I believe Phil Jackson should share a majority of that blame, man, because, like I said, you know, with Ron's Dorf going to him, you know, at the last minute offering him, you know, another year to come back. I think Phil at that point had enough. I think he had enough of working with Krause and, you know, was just, you know, tired and maybe just ready for a new challenge or maybe needed a break. But I blame Phil Jackson for not giving Mike, giving uh, MJ a heads up. Be like, hey, you know what? Ronsdorf came to him because Mike didn't even know about that, apparently, you know, uh, uh, until the documentary. So, you know, why not go to you know, the man responsible for giving you uh, all those rings, why not go to him and be like, listen, man, hey, you know, Ronsdorf came to me for one more year, but I don't know, man. I'm not feeling it. You know, that way Mike at least would have an option to say, hey, you know what, maybe I can go play somewhere else because Phil's not coming back because, you know, Mike was always under the contention, look, if Phil Jackson's not my coach, I'm not coming back to play for the Bulls. But if Mike would have known that Phil, you know, declined the offer, then maybe maybe that will change things. Michael Jordan, maybe he plays the following year somewhere, you know. So, you know, uh, but I think Phil Jackson uh, definitely uh, should share uh, most of that blame for uh, the Bulls breakup there. And do you feel like the Michael Jordan idea of the one year contract thing would have worked come off that lockout or, or, or no? As far as them winning the championship, yeah. If they sell them all back to a one year deal, bring them all back on one year deals, and and try to go for number seven uh, after that lockout, yeah. I think they, they, yeah, they make the finals that year. It's a, it was only a 50-game season. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they do make the finals. Um, do they beat the Spurs? That's going to be tough, man. You're talking about two twin towers, David Robinson and Tim Duncan, a young Tim Duncan who's just coming to his own there. Um, man, I think, I mean, they would have had a great chance, you know, but um, I, I still don't believe Scottie Pippen comes back. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say if everybody signed up, yeah, yeah, let's come back one more year. I'm not sure Pippen comes back without the big money, big money guarantee. You know, I couldn't see Pippen doing a one-year $5 million deal or something like that at the time. Like, because Pippen was ready to get paid, you know. And the Bulls did him a favor also by doing a sign trade with Houston, allowing uh, Sky to finally, you know, receive the big money he's been waiting on, you know, uh, throughout his, uh, his career there. So, uh, they get to the finals if everybody comes back, but I'm not sure if they, if they win seven up. I mean, I looked at it, I looked at it, I looked at it uh, this was way, bro. Michael Jordan was gassed. Um, Luke Long was on his last legs. James Rodman was on his last yeah. legs. Steve yeah. Kerr had a career as a bench player in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Judd Bushner mm-hmm. was on his legs, too. Ron Harper, near, near, right. near from here, here, him, here, him here anymore. I mean, like, it right. sounds good on, on, on paper now, but, yeah. I mean, truth be told, like we said previously, it ended it probably when it should, because if 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 they came back, it, right? Of- it all it all worked out. It all ended the way it was supposed to. Uh, it was glorious the way it ended. You know, Mike getting that last shot. Uh, that's the way it was supposed to. You know, uh, you know, it was supposed to end and go out there. And 
And like I said, I think Jerry Krause, you know, um, he had his faults, true enough. But I think he just he should deserve he deserves more credit uh, for what he built, what he helped to build, and uh, for what he was trying to do. He was trying to go ahead because I think he saw the writing on the wall and said, with the the guys getting older, they still wanted to keep uh, keep Michael, but everybody else was you know uh, uh, you know exchangeable at that point uh, or dispensable. So. So um, he was trying to go ahead and rebuild, and if Krause would have had his way, the thing that he was trying to do, Krause was ahead of the game, man. Um, he was trying to get a Tracy McGrady, you know, uh, with Tracy was only, what, maybe a year or two in the, into the league. He tried to trade for him in 97, you know. So, um, you know, he was trying to go after McGrady. He was trying to get a Grant Hill. He was trying to go after Tim Duncan in 2000, man. Like, they was trying to build, you know, a, a, another super squad, you know, post-Michael Jordan. So, Krause, you know, deserves a lot of credit, man, for being, uh, you know, uh, a step ahead of the game there, man. And let's be honest about it. None of those guys, except Steve Kerr, was anything after they left that team. Mm-hmm. Even Scottie Pippen's contract looked very bad real quick. <laughs> mm-hmm, it did. It <laughs> did, man. Uh, I think, you know, that, that money was pretty much a thank you, you know, for uh, for all the years or whatever. But, yeah, at that point in career, Scotty should not have been making $18, $19, 20000000 million a year. No doubt, no doubt. And also, now, since the doc, now, now how, how do you feel that Michael Jordan did portraying his narrative? Because I feel like uh, we've heard stories from Horace Grant and Scottie Pippen, how disappointed how Mike portrayed them in the documentary. And, and some of them pretty much see where he was lying about some stuff, he was stretching the truth about some stuff. So, what are your thoughts on how Michael portrayed himself with, J- with Jason Hare and how Horace Grant and Scottie Pippen are clapping back at how they was portrayed in the documentary? Well, I put it like this, man. Boss man, if you do a you do a documentary about your life and your career, of course you're gonna spin it, you know, to make yourself look great, right? Most definitely. Make yourself make yourself look good, or make yourself look better than anybody else, uh, you know, that may be in the documentary. That's all Michael Jordan did. You know, basically that's why he you know he had creative he had creative control over it. You know, there was there wasn't gonna be anything put on there put out there that, that you know, that he didn't get final approval on. So um, I think I think Mike, you know, actually, um, he he looks great, but he looks bad. Also, all in the same light. I'm I'm glad that he did put that stuff out there that made us kind of go question. You know, hey, what the hell is this? We never heard this before. You know what I'm saying? Or something that's gonna put he put things out there to put him in a bad light. And then also some things that he was gonna spin. You know, and that's just the way it goes. Anytime you're you're doing, you're, you have creative control over your own documentary. And for his rant, and Sky Pippen feel feel a certain type of way or feel things should have been uh, uh, talked about differently or they should have been viewed differently in, in documentary. You know what, boss? They need to do their own documentary. Horace Grant needs to do his own documentary about his time with the Bulls. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you feel like Michael was lying, okay, well, let's hear your side. Let's, let's, see, let's hear your documentary. You, Scott, you feel like uh, Mike did you wrong or, uh, you know, made you look bad. Okay, let's hear your side. Let's see your documentary. That's really all you do in that situation is a great story as opposed to letting somebody else tell the story for you. Exactly. And I think, you know, really his beef with Michael Jordan kind of probably makes him go to the magic even more, I guess. It probably pushed him to, to the magic mm-hmm. even more because of his beef with Michael Jordan and the Bulls organization because he feel like he felt like he was a third wheel, which you were a third wheel, though, Horace. I mean. Right. You come to Orlando, you're the third wheel, but I guess it's easier to set me Penny Jack's third wheel than he is Michael Jordan. Scotty Pippen's, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, yeah. ain't it? Yeah. And the Bulls thought, yeah, the Bulls thought, you know, he's expendable and decided not to renew his contract, man. That was a mistake. 
that was definitely a mistake. And, you know, that's why they tried to, you know, make good with getting Rodman because they, they realized they missed a huge rebound in fourth with Horace Grant not being there. But, uh, but yeah, man, like, all, all you can do is, you know, tell your story, man. Can't nobody tell your story like you. So if you feel like somebody, you know, was doing you wrong or doing you dirty or whatever, man, you got to put, put your story out there. But, this, but who wants to see a Horace, a Horace Grant documentary? Yeah, featuring Rick what's, Spicks. What's going to be the title of it? They're going to call it Goggles? <laughs> Rick Spicks. <laughs> yes, Rick Spicks. That's what I got for you. That's what I got for you, boy. Similar to Orlando, this bubble thing is getting more and more traction. Trying to decide how many teams are bringing, whether they're bringing 16 or have a 20 team with the 9th and 12th season in the Western Conference, 24 teams or all 30 teams. What are your thoughts on the bubble? How many teams should come to the bubble in, in Orlando come up here in late July or in August here? I mean, you know, I wish they would just go straight to the playoffs, you know, six, uh, uh, you know, normal 16-team format. However, you know, they want to get Zion out there. They want to get Zion down there in the mix because anytime Zion is out there, that's must-see TV. And they got to try to recoup, you know, as much revenue as possible, you know, from losing. Uh, you know, losing games, losing money over uh, over these last couple of months because of uh, Corona. So I can see, I see what's going to end up happening in the next few days. I think there's going to be a 20-team playoff. I think there's going to be your, your 16 teams, and then there's going to be a play-in with the uh, the other four remaining uh, Western Conference teams that are not currently in the playoff because they they, they got to get Zion. Is it fair? No, but I understand it from a business uh, standpoint. You got to try to recoup your losses, and Zion is the the perfect player to do that for you, man. You got LeBron, you got all your other stars, but Zion, man, he he he's must see TV when he's out there, when he's healthy and doing things, man. So I think at the end of the day, man, it's going to be a twenty team playoff, and we're going we're going to hear them announce uh, next few days here, and then there's going to be a play in for uh, Sacramento, Portland. Uh, San Antonio and and uh, and New Orleans to, to get into the playoffs. Well, I've kind of been unofficially told the Hawks are done for the year, which I'm, I'm actually okay with. You know, it's, it's kind of like the whole the you know, we're not telling you, but we're telling you we're done for the year kind of thing. <laughs> so, right. So right. So I know it won't be all thirty. It's somewhere between twenty four and sixteen, exactly. and popping up at twenty as you see it. The four. Western Conference yeah. team, 9 through 12 there. But thankfully for the Hawks, they are not going to lose any draft picks. Up the draft out or anything, cause they are all flat now. So I'm happy about that. So good that we're over. Uh, no more tanking for this shit, thankfully. I don't want to go to Orlando anyway. <laughs> Risk the virus. Either. So I'm kind of good with all all the way around. Exactly. Exactly. Well, bro. Th- yeah, man. Uh- Orlando, at least Orlando gets home court advantage now. How about that? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, magic, the Magic got home court now. Yes, throughout the playoffs, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, bro, hey, great job on the sports support, man. We'll talk to you next week, brothers. Be safe out there, man. Have a great show this week, man, on the Essential at Health Podcast, my brother. All right, my guy. Appreciate you, boss. Anytime, brother. J.C. Smith on the Boss Angel, people.
hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh. Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the livest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.